Hello everyone, you're listening to the Socially Desi Show, the podcast that motivates you to live, create and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. On our show, we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today I'm joined by the Chief Operating Officer at Amrita TBI, Dr. Snehal Shetty. Dr. Snehal has over 24 years of extensive technical and management experience in the fields of startup incubations, networking and data communications. As the COO, he has been instrumental in building strong startup ecosystem that has grown to more than 190 startups. He has mentored over 130 startup ideas in the areas of technology, business strategy finance and marketing uh, dr snehal lovely to have you on the show welcome hi anurag uh, thanks for having me on your show it's a pleasure to be here pleasure is all mine doctor thank you so much for doing this with the socially desi show and before we even begin the episode i would love to know about your professional journey so far and how did uh, the engagement with amrita university started sure So um I started my professional journey as an engineer in 1997 worked for a couple of years in India for moving to mm-hmm. the US in the US I had the opportunity to work as a first employee of a startup in the silicon valley during the e-commerce boom this was a great experience and an eye opener to me to understand what it takes to build a product at a, at a startup and then take it to the market uh completed mm-hmm. my mba in us into uh, and uh, moved back to india in 2012 to be with amma shri mata amritanandamayi devi at amritapuri and work for mm-hmm. amrita technology business incubator i've been working okay. as a ceo at amrita tbi since then we grew from okay. about 9 startups in 2012 to about 190 startups today in 2017 wow. we received the national award from the president of india for being the best startup incubator in the country Wow, amazing, amazing. That's that's an amazing journey. And uh, currently, you know, as I said in the start, uh, 190 startups and it's still growing. Uh what do you generally look out when you uh, look out for a startup? Uh what are the, you know, if you if you have to lay down let's say four to five uh, key points that you look out for an entrepreneur or a startup, what would those be? So uh, basically Amrita TBI evolved from a you know basic incubator to more of a scale incubator mm. today so mm-hmm. um but there are certain uh, traits or aspects that we look for um one is um, one is on the on the problem or the solution side and next is on the entrepreneur side um on the entrepreneur side um uh, there's a specific mindset you know uh, right. that we look for in an entrepreneur um it's called the entrepreneurship mindset um we have uh build some kind of a framework at amrita tbi we call it as cgr um so okay. basically c stands for curiosity goals is for goal setting r is for risk or resilience and just go into a little bit on to each of these points um yeah yeah so an entrepreneur basically needs to be very curious about you know his surroundings his technology technology is very fast evolving so he needs to be curious and look at the various knowledges various various ideas which are present and mm. listen to the customers very closely and this will lead to creative solutions from his side the second aspect is goals um he needs to be very decisive very confident 
clearly set out the goals, achieve it, set out the goals for himself, for his company, for his team. So this is also the second important point. The third, I think, is also very important, and it it, it is related to do, related to risk taking activity. So a typical mm-hmm. person at a corporate job may not take necessarily the same type of risk which an entrepreneur needs to take. So yeah, the yeah. risk taking ability of an entrepreneur will be quite high. And when you take risk, the chances of failure is also high. So he needs to be quite resilient uh, when yeah. he comes across various failures and how he overcomes those failures because the failures would be temporary. He needs to be creative to find those solutions, set the goals and build it. So, um, so these are the various traits that um, we look for when you look at an entrepreneur before we incubate or we 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 look at when you know we think that a specific you know set of founders would be much more successful than a different set of founders who don't have all of these or some measures of these various uh, aspects wonderful wonderful uh, dr shetty i think uh, this uh, cgr uh, philosophy uh, you know this framework i think i can really relate to this and i've seen a lot of conversations happening online when it comes to an entrepreneurial mindset versus a process so do you think that entrepreneurship is a mindset or do you feel this is more of a framework or a process so um we had we were lucky enough to have an opportunity to work with so many startups um, hmm. over the last 9 to 10 years and we found that both aspects are important but if we had to pick up one single factor it it would be the entrepreneurial mindset um and those that specific cgr framework the reason i say that you know is entrepreneurship is actually a journey with many ups and downs many successes many more failures in the initial years uh, or initial months and you need to have the right mindset to brace this various twists and turns that come your way you True. start a business yeah. you know with you no know, certain assumptions you think that you know this is what you know my customers would need this is the product i am going to build this is what they need and you go with those assumptions and you build that solution or service but you know those assumptions could be could completely go wrong so what do you do at that time as an entrepreneur so um, it's definitely a combination of both but if i have to choose one it would be the the mindset and um give you hmm. a couple hmm. of examples you know we had um, a, a hardware startup from bangalore he was building a cloud computing hardware startup and this is not the, the simple you know okay. the iot solutions he was building a actually big hardware and was going direct uh, you know head on with the dells and the hps of the world which is very difficult for a indian oh. founder okay. based in india building a hardware startup and this is i'm saying this is way back in 2014 when lot of uh, okay. entrepreneurship was quite new and very new for hardware startups support was very weak in the country but this entrepreneur kept going you know he built a strong team I, he I, he had about 20 years of experience in industry he kept on looking at ways and options of you know not giving up and eventually now um, he he's quite successful he's one of the top 10 startups at intel he has raised funding from from amrita tbi and also from 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 uh, both um, uh, and also from abroad um, uh, and he has also got several customers in his pipeline so if he had mm-hmm. given up at that stage you know we would have lost a good hardware startup from india 
So true, true. that is what what we have seen, and we 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 are actually amazed by his resiliency to you know, get through all those ups and downs and still stick to it and still still go forward. Wonderful, yeah, yeah. I completely believe in that that you need resilience and you need perseverance to uh, thrive as an entrepreneur, especially uh, in India. And and when you do something different, right? When you talk about IT, mostly people are talking SaaS-based systems, correct, softwares, correct. but hardware, you know, it, and the, the infrastructure in India, I don't think so. Even today, we have that much uh, capabilities when it comes to the infrastructure for hardware uh, type of, uh, you know, uh, startups. But but uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the mindset of an entrepreneur that will actually take him uh, far off in the journey and and make that product or that service really uh, come to life. Uh, yeah. And you you also spoke about, uh, Dr. Shetty, you spoke about that you learn from your mistakes, you learn from the failures that you do initially when you start up, right? right. Um, what sort of mistakes have you seen uh, startup founders do? And, and why I ask this is because a lot of our audiences are solopreneurs or maybe, you know, early age startup founders. And I think this uh, small nugget will really help them to understand what sort of mistakes they may or may be doing currently in their uh, startup and how they can actually get rid of it or maybe improve in their journey. Sure. Um, one common um, area that we found um, um, is, you know, if, if, he, if he or she is a technology-based startup, that uh, that specific founder or group of founders, they are uh, they really love their idea and that product or the solution they are building. And right. um, one thing is, you never want to get married to that you know that specific idea or solution. And this is one common theme that we have found, um, especially you know for founders who have a technology background, they would build a specific solution. And they think that that solution is the one that customers want because they mm-hmm. feel that that is the, that is the real solution. That's a problem in the market. So, uh, what we have tried to do at Amrita TBI was, you know, uh, before you work on a solution, we tell founders to go figure out what the problem is, what is the actual problem, not problem what right. what problem you are facing, but what problem your target audience is facing. Because you know, you know, at, from your angle, let us say you're bring, building a solution for let's say let's, let's say for rural India, right? And you're living right. in a city, you've grown up in a city, and you would think that this specific technology solution or a tablet would solve the problems in that rural India. It would be much different unless you have been that that in part of the target audience. You would not understand. Right. So right. understand the problem and really knowing with whether that problem is really a pain point for that customer. It needs to be a pain point for the customer or it should be an opportunity enabler for the customer. So finding the problem and then figuring out if that solution will solve that problem for that customer. So there are multiple um, processes involved in that. There is, uh, of course, the Stanford's famous design thinking process, which goes through five stages, which is empathize, you know, you listen, you do interviews, you seek to understand what the customer actually wants. Then there is define, which is a second very important per- perspective, which is you, you define the problem, look at the pain points, look at the challenges. Then you come to the third stage, which is ideate. 
you discuss the various ideas. So let's say, you know, the, the solution, you define the problem as, you know, this is, you know, X, Y, Z problem, but the solutions for that could be N numbers. List out all right. those N number of solutions. Discuss with your founding team. Discuss with other support ecosystem enablers like incubators, accelerators, or with mentors who are in that industry. Ideate and then pick up uh, the one best solution you think would, would solve that problem. And then take that, build a you know, small prototype. Don't spend too much money to build a very expensive prototype. Do a small, short prototype. And then go back and test that prototype with the end user. See if mm-hmm. that solves a problem. If it doesn't, then then you go back to your whiteboard, go back to your ideation yep. stage, figure out which other solution will work. Means you work very closely uh, between the end user who's going to use or buy your product and mm-hmm. your ideas till you figure out you know, a, 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 a valid solution for that. So there's something called as lean startup methodology. I don't yep. know if you must be very familiar with this, right? So oh yes, I learn, have the book as well. You build, you measure. That is the concept of the lean startup methodology. So through this process, eventually you will get to a point. It may take some time initially, but you eventually come to a point where you have built a solution that the customer actually wants. True, true, absolutely. And when do you recommend uh, somebody to pivot? Um, uh, you, you pivot the moment you know that, you know, let's say you're testing this with, let's say, 10 users or 100 users in your target audience. And if you feel that, you know, a majority of them don't need the solution or the solution that you have built is not useful, that time you pivot, you iterate, you go back, change it, come back to the same set of users understand from the users it should be specifically a, a customer driven model and not a founder driven model it should be the whole solution the solution product which you're building should be fully customer driven if the customer doesn't want it then there is no need for the product maybe you should look at a different product or a different solution so you you constantly pivot and you go through that experimental phase till you get the right problem solution fit i think this is very famously said by the person uh, back in silicon valley the problem the the problem solution fit is the key to a success of a startup i think so that's what that's a process that the founder should go through to get that 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 single or you know single point that you know to know that this is how i'm going to fix this solution for this customer this is what the real pain point of the customer is Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, this is where I think incubators and accelerators play a huge role when it comes to helping startups figure out what exactly uh, is is the the missing pieces in their, uh, you know, in their journey. So uh, how can startups really make the best use or maybe leverage incubators and accelerators for their business? Okay, sure. So, um, so there are uh, several incubators in the country today. Um, so, mm-hmm. the first generation of incubators came out under the DST of Government of India. They started in the uh, late 2009, 2010, 2011. That's when all the DST level incubators came. And then, uh, starting from 2017, Atal um, Innovation Mission of Niti Aayog came up with mm-hmm. uh, that set of EICs and EICs. So. Yep. I think in India right now, probably spread across probably close to 200 incubators 
respect across both tier one, tier two, tier three cities. So a startup founder sitting in Mumbai or Bangalore or you know in a remote part of Karnataka should not have an issue to get to an incubator. The the key thing that um, that uh, the founder should look for is which incubator would solve his specific uh, help him specifically because there are some incubators which are focused on agriculture some incubators like amrita tv which is focused on technology driven solutions others who are looking at other various aspects like you know energy some are on social entrepreneurship so he should know he should check which incubator would specifically help him and approach uh, you know some, some of the best incubators um, and they don't need to actually um uh, do physical incubation there's also virtual incubation available at many of these incubators so mm-hmm. a founder could be sitting somewhere remote but still can get all these services virtually so these incubators um um have a pool of mentors um both internally and external mentors are present that will help the the product or the solution of the founder they also have multiple external partners who provide services let's say for legal for intellectual property and many other aspects accounting for example and they also have they some of these incubators also do funding so um, yeah. for example at amrita tbi um, uh, we, we provide funding for hardware startups there is a grant that's given for hardware startups uh, okay. called prayas then there is something called entrepreneur in residence which is a subsistence grant for a founder every month he gets x amount of money for 12 months and he can work on his solution or product instead of going for a regular job and then mm-hmm. there is uh, you know a seed funding seed investment uh, that's given by government of india that can be uh, has you know investment money for the for the startups so there are multiple so there are multiple angles and the founder can look at you know various aspects and see which of these aspects or which of these incubators could solve those you know help him in those journeys so incubators are typically in the early stage of, mm-hmm. of the startup and uh, then there are some scaled incubators amrita tv is one example we also have iit bombay iit madras which are more of the scale model of incubators where they help uh, you know founders who are in the little uh, early revenue stage of their growth path and then we have accelerators um, uh, in the country also very few at this time not accelerators do not really take off much in, in india but very few accelerators but accelerators come where they are going to take that uh, you know early revenue making startup and help that startup scale quickly with both customers investors and you know spread across geographic locations so that's where the accelerator comes in so incubators mm-hmm. then scale incubators i would say and then the accelerators come in and there are some incubators which you know do all three aspects also so right right so it is it is i mean there is i would say there is no um, shortage of ecosystem enablers in the country today versus when it was back in 2010 11 we are advanced quite a bit thanks to the um, startup uh, revolution that happened in the early part of uh, last decade and again this has picked up if you have seen post covid mm-hmm. you see there is lot of unicorns coming from india so that that true thing is again that startup vibe has again started uh, in india so lot of support i think it's it's one of the best times to be a founder in india um you make sure you get the problem solution fit correctly 
it's an excellent time. There is a uh, lot of funds available, a lot of support available yep. in the country. Yep. Uh, and if you have a great idea or solution for that problem, I think this is the best time to be a founder. Wonderful. Yeah, I think it is. It is. And uh, we keep hearing about the uh, the fundings and people going unicorn and IPOs happening. So I think this gives a boost to the entire ecosystem uh, for startups in India. And it, and it gives uh, the, the young entrepreneurs who are building their products a hope, a vision for where they want to see themselves, you know, in the next couple of years and how they want to proceed. And I think uh, with all the nuggets that you have shared on this episode, I'm sure a lot of people would be interested to know more about, uh, you know, how they can approach uh, Amrita University if they want to come and, you know, uh, join the incubation program. So before we wrap up today's episode, uh, Dr. Shetty, uh, any tips that you would like to share with uh, the startup founders on how they should approach uh, an, an incubator and specifically uh, if we talk about Amrita? Um, so um, I think um, uh, I think to, uh, how to approach an incubator, I think you uh, it's good to do some research on mm-hmm. figuring out which incubator would specifically solve your problems um there are um, there is uh, you can look at the dst's nstdb dst website mm-hmm. these are all um, dst specific incubators and you can look at aim niti aayog aim niti aayog website as well for the list of incubators and different focus areas and that way you can choose which incubator would best suit your needs for uh, reaching out to Amrita University's Technology Business Incubator, we have a separate website, amritatbi.com. Um, there's an application link there. Um, there's a, f- a phone number as well. So you can email, you can uh, apply on the website directly, and then someone will reach out to you uh, to take, take you uh, to the next step. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, guys, go check out Amrita University TBI. We'll put in the links in the show notes below. Also, um, if that's okay, Dr. Shetty, we would like to add your LinkedIn uh, link as well so that if sure. anybody wants to get more information and get some more guidian, guidance, then they can directly reach out to you. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. So with that, uh, we come to uh, the close of this episode. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Snehal Shetty, for being on the Socially Desi show today. Uh, I'm sure uh, a lot of the entrepreneurs today would have gained good insights and some key nuggets to make sure that their startup journey starts off with a bang. Thank you so much, Dr. Shetty. Thank you so much, Anurag. Uh, thanks for doing the show. It's really great. I think uh, you're really spreading out the word of podcasts all across India. I wish you the very best um, on your journey, on your podcast journey and much, much better good things for you. Thank you very much, Anurag. Means a lot, Doctor. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. So that wraps it up for today, folks. If you liked the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends and let's go viral. Remember, our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness. We would love to have Dr. Snehal on the show again in the future to talk more about the startup culture and the startup economy in India. So if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.